Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Danny Whitson, who is a stand-up comedian and magician. Danny, how you doing? Doing good, Tim. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Uh, well, like uh, like you said, I am a uh, stand-up comedian and magician. Uh, I've been at that, man. Uh, you know, overall, probably working on close to 20 years. So it, it's been a, been a long time. Um, the, uh, I, I pretty much travel all over the, the country performing uh, a lot in the Southeast uh, part of the United States, but pretty much been everywhere. Um, for fun, what do I like to do for fun? That is, uh, that's a great question. That's a great question now. Um, for fun. Well, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> you know, man, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, there's things I enjoy doing like, you know, uh, I just don't ever get to do ever. Like I like to maybe play a little golf if I ever get a chance, but I never get to do that. So, uh, um, you know, um, that, that that's maybe play some video games from time to time, stuff like that. You know, I feel you. I feel you. N- nothing super, nothing super exciting. You know, I, I don't know. That's that's a good question, though. Now you got me thinking about fun. So (laughs) I got you. I got you. It's funny. um, My fiance is really like she really likes to do big things a lot. And she'll always be like, it'll just be a common day. And she'll be like, man, this is just so boring. I'm like, what? What do you want to be doing right now? <laughs> like, I'm so like, it's cool to travel and stuff. It's cool to like do those one-time events, but you can't be doing a one-time event every day, if that makes sense. And so I'm always curious as to what people do for fun. And I think playing video games is a perfect answer. Playing a little golf is a perfect answer. Um, so awesome. Tell us about starting out as a magician. I'm so curious as to like how you get into it, how you start learning the trade. Well, you know, whenever I started, uh, you know, a lot of magicians usually, uh, m- most magicians always get like a magic kit when they're a kid, and that's how they're introduced to magic the first time. That did not happen to me. Um, you know, uh, I didn't get introduced to magic till I was about 20 years old, or my early 20s, which is a late bloomer for magic. Um but I walked into a brick and mortar shop, which they don't really have these days anymore, but just an old trick shop and a magician blew my mind. And I uh, got what they call what they call the magic bug. I was like, I have to I have to learn this. I have I have to figure this out. So I came back. The guy was like, all right, well, you can learn this trick in this book, bought this book, went home and just literally was hooked. I, I had to learn everything. So I bought book after book after book and uh, was kind of self-taught uh, from there. But um, <clears throat> so, but getting into magic, I mean, nowadays uh, people have stuff like YouTube and uh, sources like that to where you can go and you can, you can learn a trick here and learn a trick there. And then eventually you can take a, a different type of path 
and, you know, find the right books and stuff to, to learn out of. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, basically you, uh, you, you see a trick and you know, there's two types of people, you know, there's people that'll see a magic trick and they'll be like, wow, that was crazy. And they can walk away and go on with their life. And then there's those people that see it and be like, I have to learn this. I have to, you know, I have to know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. I'm definitely one of those people like, wow, that was crazy. Go back to my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm curious if you know anything about hypnotists. Like, is it a similar realm or is it completely different? It's, I mean, what it's, it's totally different, but uh, it's, um, well, I mean, there's similarities. There really is similarities in, in the performance aspect of it, because when you go see a hypnotist, there, you know, there's two types, you know, there's a hypnotist that'll, you know, help you quit smoking. Uh, and then there's a hypnotist at like a comedy club, you know, um, and but they're both the, okay. One of the interesting things in magic, and I always found, I remember discovering this, not really discovering it, but learning this. And I just thought, this is so interesting. But like when I bring somebody up on stage and I say, you, so I want you to stand right here and maybe just put your hands behind your back. Okay. If I tell you to do that nine times out of 10, you're going to do it. Yep. Which is just interesting. You know, there's something interesting about that. So a, a hypnotist kind of does sort of the same thing. Now they go a lot deeper with with their process you know like you don't want to look like the jerk up on stage you don't want to be the guy who's not you know uh non you know who, who doesn't want to be a part of the show who wants to screw it up you know but the hypnotist goes much more further than that and takes advantage of that whole thing on stage but uh i mean like i said there's a little bit of it um in, in magic the, the whenever you've been doing it as long as i have I've literally studied every, every part, you know, mentalism, you know, card magic, coin magic, stage magic, you name it, all the different types of, you know, the magic arts there is. And uh, when it comes to um, influencing people with your words and your directions, that's where the similarities in hypnotism and magic come. I gotcha. I gotcha. So just curious would you just be a killer salesperson if that's what you decided to go do? Well, what's interesting is before I went full-time pro professional entertainer, that's exactly what I did. Mm. Uh, and um, I think a lot of people in entertainment are, are, are also good salespeople because you have to be a good salesperson in entertainment. You have to sell yourself. And, uh, and, and, and I think that with, with any sales job, like actually I, uh, uh, during the pandemic, I released a uh, set of uh, training videos through uh, A to Z Entertainment, a booking agency called The Magic of Sales. And it was basically I just taught people, you know, it's it's people, you know, corporations buy the purchase the videos and they show it to their employees. And it's basically just me telling them how to be a better salesperson. And then I would do some magic in each video to kind of make it, you know, less boring, you know, not yeah. your typical work training video. but. Uh, Absolutely, man. I mean, dude, I would, I would, when I was in the sales job, I was the top salesperson. So, uh, and I mean, I got right in there, dude. And I just, I just, you know, sold, my, you sell yourself first and they'll buy anything from you. Yep. And that's the same thing in entertainment. Like, you know, a comic cops up on stage. If they like that comic, if they can relate to that comic, they're going to laugh at anything he says. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, and the same thing in magic, you know, if, if, if you, you get in there and you win them over, you know, you got it. There we go. There we go. 
Well, awesome. Tell us a bit about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Uh, bills. Um, no. <laughs> the, uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I, I've busted my butt to get to where I am to, um, cause you know, being a full-time entertainer, it's not easy. It's, uh, you know, you have to constantly work every day, you know, you're never off, you know, like, uh, the other jobs out there to where you get vacation time and you get stuff like that. Well, not this, not this job. You're always working and, you know, uh, whether if you're getting paid or not. So, um, that's, that's a big motivator right there is like, you know, I have to, you know, keep this engine running, have to keep it going, you know, and, and, you know, also, I mean, uh, I try not to get lost in that, you know, to where I, to where you're just chasing that dollar too, you know, to where I'm like, you know, I've busted my butt to, to be able to stand on stage and, and make people happy and make people smile. You know, that's a, that's a motivator on its own. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, let's jump into your dreams and goals now. What really is your vision for your career as an entertainer and um, just your life? The This is the thing, uh, you know, maybe maybe six or seven years ago, Danny Whitson would have said, uh, oh, I want to be on this television show or I want my own Netflix special or I want, you know, not necessarily now. I mean, uh, the uh, all those things would be cool. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, all those, you know, and there's some little projects that I'm actually working on uh, that, you know, something might happen. It might not, you know. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, um, in, in my career, I, I there's a uh, it's not I'm not dissatisfied right now so like if if I was to retire next week I would look back and say Danny great job you know fantastic job um but now my I mean, when, when I talk about dreams uh, I focus on things that I really want to accomplish are kind of outside of my career and is more with my family uh you know is, is seeing my kids grown and seeing them happy and successful and uh, I just, you know, looking to have a have a life with them, you know. Um, but as far as, you know, like I said, th- there's there's neat things. But as far as a bucket list, it's um, I've pretty much done everything, you know, like like, you know, man, if, if, if like I said, if I retired tomorrow and I had to go back and look at everything I've done, I'm like, man, dude, not bad, dude. Yeah. You know, and that's not not bragging. That's not a brag or anything. That's just like. Dude, you started out this poor kid, you know, with nothing. And and you've stood on some of the coolest stages, boats, and, and all these and entertained all these people. And, and, and in a million years, I'd never would have thought I'd have that, that opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that right there is enough for me. There we <laughs> go. I love it. Contentment. There we go. Well, awesome. So we got seeing your kids grown, happy and successful. And that's all we got for dreams and goals. You ready to move on? Absolutely. Sounds good. That's a good dream. Girl, if you ask me, well, if there were one or two people that you can meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you achieve seeing your kids grown, happy and successful, who would that person be? And how would they do it? Oh, man, one person I can meet. Uh, is this somebody that I've met before or used to know or uh, does it need to be somebody I've never met? 
It could be somebody you have met and maybe you need to reconnect with for sure. You know what, man, I'm going to say right off the bat, I would love to my, my dad and um, my uh, not, I'm not trying to make this too sappy, bro. I know. But but uh, <laughs> like, man, comic, this guy's a bummer. <laughs> uh, but uh, my dad uh, passed away uh, a few years back and a dude, a day doesn't go by that I don't have a question for my for my pops, you know. And and that's one of the things like, you know, I kind of I kind of wish, you know, that you think of all the things you would have asked your parents, you know, that you didn't. And you think that you got it all covered. But when they're gone, you're like, holy crap, you know, Uh, you know, your parents are kind of like uh, they're like laundry. You don't realize you need them till they're all old and wrinkly. So, you know, like this shirt. Look, yeah, you know, I took a nap, you know, like anyways. Uh, but no, it would definitely be my father, dude. Um, he, uh, you realize that, that they're always right. At least most of the time they're always right. And especially any guidance in life, you know, uh, all the help I can get right there. There we go. And what question would you ask him right now? Do you have a specific one or just kind of general advice? Uh, let's see. Um, what question would I ask him? Gosh, just... You know, what did you do whenever you, uh, well, I, I mean, hmm, I don't know, man. It, I, I, I know there's a lot, a, a whole lot. Like, what's this check engine light thing mean? I never got in the cars <laughs> like he did. You know what I mean? Uh, all kinds of stuff, dude. All kinds of stuff, you know. Um yeah, how, were you scared? You know, yeah, that's the one thing that that you know you look back at your dad's game face or your mom's game face, you know, and you're just like, damn, how'd they pull that off? You know, yep. But uh, <laughs> a lot of questions, man. I would uh, too, you know, too many. Gotcha. There we go. Well, awesome. Now we're gonna jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Man, okay, I'm going to go with, I, you know, dude, I, I listen to a, a ton of podcasts. Really, I do. And can, can I pick two? Can I, can I pick a podcast in a, in a movie? I'll let you pick two. And let me, let, let me, let me, okay, here we go. <laughs> one podcast I've really been digging, and it's so, some people may listen to this and be like, this is boring as hell. Uh, but uh, I like, um, you know who Lex Friedman is? Lex Friedman. Oh, that name is so familiar. Okay, okay. The Lex Friedman podcast, and Lex is like, uh, he looks like a number two pencil, okay? And he, he, he's, he's real monotone. There's nothing exciting about Lex, but he has a lot of interesting guests on. And uh, it's just interesting topics, just smart, interesting topics. And it's probably not everybody's cup of tea, but uh, I always like to learn. You know what I mean? I really dig learning. And there's a lot of cool stuff that, that you can learn off that podcast. I got a ton of podcasts. I, I, I love podcasts. Uh, and uh, my favorite movie, okay, is Tombstone. I got a, And I got a ton of favorite movies, but I really like Tombstone. Okay. Why Tombstone? Man, the thing I dig at the very end, the way Wyatt Earp and, uh, oh, my gosh, I can't think of the lady. Oh, my gosh, the, the lady that he winds up with at the end. You know, man, they're just kind of like, after all that mess, let's just travel and live on room service. You know, let's just go experience life. 
let's go actually really live wise. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's pretty, pretty dope at the end when you watch it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Well, you know, uh, it used to be, believe it or not, I used to be an avid runner. I used to really like to go running and, uh, you know, that's where I would clear my mind and I would come up with a lot of bits. I would come up with a lot of new routines and stuff for my show. Um, and a lot of a great stress reliever. Um, but, uh, the past here lately, it's been eating, uh, which is bad, you know? So, uh, I've been, uh, eating too damn much, but I, I do plan on getting back into exercise and running. Uh, you know, that's absolutely the plan when I look to it. It's just been so damn hot here in, uh, in Tennessee. I don't know where you're at. Um, where are you at, Timothy? I'm in Austin, Texas. Okay. All right. Cool, man. That's a great town, by the way. That's an awesome town. And you know about the damn heat. Yes, so, I do. <laughs> it's been so hot, dude. Uh, but uh, no, that's what I do like to do. Absolutely. That's what I like to do. There we go. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it? Hopefully you're already doing it. But to see your kids grown, happy and successful. One action step. Well, first of all, talk to your kids. You know what I mean? Get to know them. Uh, sit down and, uh, you know, pay attention because it's easy uh, as a parent to get caught up in your own crap and your own BS. And, you know, uh, you know, I was thinking of this today. Uh, a lot of people from, uh, you know, my generation, Gen X, you know, we, we look at Gen Z's and I'm not even talking about millennials. I'm talking about Gen Z's. You know, we look at them, be like, what's well, these damn kids? They don't go outside. They don't do this. And, and well, you know who raised them? Yep. You know what I mean? You know who raised them like that? You know what I'm yep. saying? So there's so many Gen X's that are looking at their phones, are all caught up in their Facebook, are caught up in their crap that they're not doing certain things with their kids or spending time with, you know? So, uh, I try, try, I'm trying not to be that parent. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, even though I don't understand the crap my daughter's listening to, I, I don't understand it. I, you know, I don't get some of people, you know, you want to watch people play video games. What? You know, <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> what? You know, it, it, in my day, in my day, man, we were watching, we were waiting for our turn to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, we had the Super Mario, Nintendo, we, you know, uh, but I, uh, you know, just pay attention to your kids, man. Pay attention. And, you know, here's the other thing is, is I know this podcast about people, you know, uh, achieving their dreams and doing stuff like that. And, um, if, I don't know if you have any entertainers, I don't want to change the course of the question here. No, you're good. You. Go for it. Whatever, but, whatever you want. Uh, you know, any entertainers listening, and a lot of people that, that that is a big step for a lot of people when they think about how uh, they want to go full time in entertainment. Absolutely, you can do it. OK, so if anybody's listening, you can do it. All right. Uh, but uh, find you a partner. that has got a good job. Um, now, uh, <laughs> that always helps. Uh, but no, seriously, though, it, 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 it to be honest with you in something like that, though, you, you have to have a hustle mentality. OK. So you have to, you can't be this person that there's two types of people. I think there's the, there's the nine to five person job, which nothing at all is wrong with that, but you're secure and you're happy with getting that paycheck, regardless to what happens, you've got that paycheck coming. And then there's a person that's comfortable with hustling. 
with being, you know, that that's like, I don't know where that paycheck's coming from tomorrow, but I know I can get up and go out there and get it. You got to have that kind of mindset and uh, in entertainment, it also, it's a sink or swim type of business. So you have to be ready to swim when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's an important leap. Like you don't have to make it when you're dead broke, maybe make it when you have a year in savings or a spouse with a good job or absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yep. I love it. Well, cool. We got our last kind of series of questions now and they require a bit of pretext. So stick with me here. Okay. So a lot of people have come on the podcast and they've said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change. The catalyst that helps people make that switch is a personal choice that happens after either extreme inspiration or extreme desperation. Do you agree, disagree, have anything to add or subtract? So it's either, you're saying it's either extreme inspiration or desperation. Yeah, so this person either went to a Tony Robbins event or they had somebody die in their life. But then in addition to that, they made a personal choice. And that's what's the catalyst. It's it's kind of I, I kind of see both, you yeah. know, because I mean I see okay I, I and I'm just basing this off my own experience. Like I, I've seen acts out there. Like there, there's a handful of people out there that have inspired me, okay, that have inspired me. And I'm like, uh, you know, you see people that are so in you know in, in in my field, I'll see some people that are so good that I'm jealous, but jealous in a good way. Yeah, you know, uh, jealous and like wow, man you know, I wish I would have thought of that. And so I go, it it inspires me to go come up with something in my mind for me. Uh, But then at the same time, man, whenever you look at desperation, you're, you're, you're pushing that corner and you're like, I've, it's, it is a sink or swim situation for me. I have to, you know, do something, you know, I have to, you know, this is what it is and it's got to get down. And like, for me, if I have any pressure whatsoever, I love being in pressure situations because I always perform better. I always do better when I, when I'm in a pressure situation, I do. So uh, I, and you know, and also I'm a big fan of pressure situations too. I think that it makes, it makes people grow whenever you, you step up to, to pressure. So uh, I'm down with both of those. I feel that I'm curious about your relationship with failure being in so love, because you love to be in so many pressure situations, like ultimately you're going to fail in some of those Absolutely. situations. So what's your relationship with failure? Oh my God. Well, we've been dating for about 13 years now. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> the, uh, okay. This is the thing, man. Okay. This is the thing. Uh, first of all, I always tell people, if you're scared to fail, you know, get the hell over yourself. You know what I mean? Get no. out. You get out because you, you are completely wrong with the way the world sees you, first of all. You know what I mean? People can't step out of their own skin and really look at them at themselves. They're, they're afraid to. So they build up this whole fake image of themselves. I'm like, man, that, that ain't you. But uh, first of all, your first experience with failure will come in comedy. Okay? There's nothing that will humble your soul quicker than standing in front of an audience and bombing. Yeah. Okay? It's just you and your soul and that mic and your dumb jokes and <laughs> you bomb and you're like, well, I'm not as funny as I thought I was, you know? Yeah. And uh, 
so but but what that does though you grow from that you know what i mean you 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 grow from that there's two types of, like i said there's two types of people uh there's that there's a person that'll shut down and will go lock himself in a room and never do it again and then there's the person that will learn from it and dust himself off and get back and do it again and do it again and you know comics are so used to failure that you know and then even whenever you do get to a uh you get to a point where you have a good act. Then you have to prove yourself to that booker. Yeah. Book me, book me. And then they don't, you know, uh, I mean, how many times, you know, you send a press kit that looks fantastic to a booker and you know what you can do, but they don't, they don't care. You know, they don't book you, you know? So, I mean, it's something that you have to get used to. And I think, I, I think that can relate to anything that you want to do, especially any type of entrepreneur, anybody, you know, uh, being told no, man, is going to happen. You just have to uh, keep on, keep on getting up and doing it. You know what I mean? And uh, I think also after uh, being told, you know, after, I mean, th that's the thing. What's the worst that could happen? You can fail. That's it. Yeah. You know, whoop de doo You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, it's a uh, failure. Me and failure go way back. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There we go. Well, given the same amount of extreme inspiration, extreme desperation, why do you think some people make the choice to change and others don't? <clears throat> ah, man. I, you know, it, 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 I know there's, 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 I've asked myself this question a lot, you know. Um, now, you're talking about like, changing what changing like uh to, to pursue their dreams or in a good way bad way um mostly changing for the better to like make the choice to become their best selves whether it be kicking that being an alcoholic kicking being addicted to drugs starting taking massive action on their dreams whatever it may be you know man i have seen uh you know, I, with, the, with the drug thing, I thought was interesting because, you know, that's something luckily that I've never been an addict. Uh, but, you know, I, I know a, a friend who was and now he's clean and, he, he, you know, he does nothing at all. And I asked him, I was like, man, you know, because I know, unfortunately, I know some drug addicts out there, people who struggle with addiction. And I asked him, uh, I said, man, what, what what does it take to get somebody to make that change? And he told me, he said, uh, rock bottom does, but he goes, rock bottom is not a place. It's a feeling. Mm. So I was like, wow. You know, now, um, I think you could, you, you can hit rock bottom in a lot of things. Like if, uh, you, you're at that job that you can't stand, you know what I mean? And, and you feel trapped. A lot of people will get that job that they can't stand. They feel trapped. They might pay well, you know, or something, but still you don't like your boss. You don't like your coworkers, you know, that there's a point to where you just can't take it anymore and you got to make that move, you know? So uh, I think, you know, whenever rock bottom hits, you know, when, whenever you start feeling that, that rock bottom, you know, that's whenever you need to make that change. I love it. Rock bottom isn't a place. It's a feeling, which would explain the same amount of inspiration or desperation. That's what it seems like from the outside but they haven't hit the feeling of rock bottom yet. Yep. Well, I think this next question gets a, the question I had anyway. So <laughs> I'm just going to ask it. Some people need 
a small amount of desperation or inspiration to change and others need a larger, more consistent amount. What do you think establishes that breaking point and can it be influenced? So basically what establishes that threshold for like where you feel rock bottom and can it be influenced? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it can be, it can be, ah, I mean, I, something like that is such a personal thing, man. It's such a personal thing, you know what I mean. So I, I, I don't know if it, if it, if it can or not. M- maybe varies on, on different people if it can be influenced or not. Uh, you know, um, like I mean, I guess you could say, you know, my rock bottom, you know, was I was I, I, I you know, sitting in a, a office all day wasn't for me, yeah. you know. And I, I looked at my cubicle, I looked at my computer screen, and I was just like, you know what, this is like a prison to me. And Danny, ain't nobody going to live your life except you. Yeah. So uh, you got to do something about it. So it was more of a personal thing. I didn't have any real influence or anything, you know, nothing inspired me or anything to, to you know, make that decision. So I, I don't think so. I think it's more, it has to be more of a, it's got to be all you. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what do you think establishes that um, just that rock bottom point? Like everybody has a different point. Like for you, it was a cubicle. For some people, it's I've been homeless for five years. For other people, it's I lost a million dollars of my billion dollars. Like (laughs) what establishes that rock bottom point? I I think it's got to be whenever, you know, uh, you feel like you've run out of options and you have self-realization, you know, self-awareness. You got to have full self-awareness. You know, that's how we talked about it. A lot of people don't have self-awareness. They don't step out of their own skin and take a look at themselves. You know what I mean? So I think it's, you know, whenever that person finally steps out and takes a look at their situation and it's like, okay, it's either sink or swim, you know, we got to do something. I gotcha. I gotcha. And we got one last question for you. So, for this question, kind of keep a person in mind who has a really fixed mindset, they're not willing to accept help and they're not willing to accept change. So in Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And the laws are make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy and make it satisfying. With that context in mind and the avatar I just told you to keep in your head, how can we, you and I, create an environment that makes it obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying for that avatar to make the choice that will change their life. Ooh. Oh man. Well, I mean, I, I guess, you know, we go back to inspiration. So maybe live by example, you know what I mean? Yeah. Set example. Now, I mean, I think, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I've, I've had people say, I actually, I get this all the time. Matter of fact, I do. I, I get people tell me all the time, hey, man, I'm thinking about going full-time uh, entertainment, you know, and, and they see me, you know, on social media and, and a lot of stuff. And, and I'm almost like an inspiration, a motivator to them. So uh, I think by setting an example and people seeing other people succeeding at it, that it inspires them too. I think that's the way, uh, you know, what, what we can do to help people change and make a change and, and to you know bettering themselves and doing being more happy there we go i love it live by example well awesome danny is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off oh man i i i, I don't know i hope i didn't make this too boring so <laughs> oh, it was fantastic so cool deal well austin texas dude i love austin man how uh are, are you born and raised you from that's where you're from 
Yep, yep. Born and raised in Round Rock, Texas, so about 30 minutes north of Austin. Now I'm living in South Austin. Went off to North Carolina for college. Got back about a year ago because I wanted to be closer to family. Awesome. Dude, what part of North Carolina? Davidson, North Carolina, so 30 minutes north of Charlotte. Nice, dude. I'm going to be in Charlotte next month. I love Charlotte, dude. There we go. There we go. Yeah, Charlotte, it's a nice little city. Nice little city. It is. Did you ever get out to the comedy zones out there? I did not. No, I really don't go out much. Stand-up comedy is one of the things that I want to do more often, but I'm I'm in kind of like build mode right now. And so if it's not building or time with my fiance, I tend to not want to do it consistently. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That, that's cool, dude. You want to be there with the fiance. That's 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 great, dude. Well, you're in an awesome town, too, man. Austin, Texas. That's a growing like every second, too, by the yeah, way. It is. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's some great places to check out down there in Austin. Esther's Follies. I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, great show there in Austin to go check out um, yeah. the a uh, lot of cool stuff down there, though. So but uh, yeah, dude, this has been great, man. I've enjoyed this. For sure. Yeah. Danny, thanks for coming on the show. Awesome, Timothy, man. Thank you for having me on here, brother. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Danny had to say, make sure to check him out. All the links to do so will be down in the show notes. As we always ask, go ahead and shoot this podcast over to one to three people you know need to hear this message, maybe some aspiring entertainers, and um, give us a five-star review on iTunes. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.